Good, good night and welcome to For Your Amusement, where we discuss theme parks around the country, all for your amusement. Tonight, I'm with my friends Nick and Nolan. Guys, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Long time no see. Yeah, I know. We, uh, <sighs> it, I actually, I've seen you the most now that I've seen you in at least two years. Um, so, I guess we could talk a little bit about our trip. Uh, our friend Josh got married in Baltimore, and we were there for the weekend. So, Nolan, what was your favorite part of the trip? Uh, my favorite part was probably uh, the scootering. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So, uh, Nick, do you know that there's there's this thing where um, I think it's called the Lime, and I think there was another one. Do you remember the other name, Nolan? Uh, it was something like I forget. Yeah, and there was another company. And you can rent scooters almost like they're like they're city bikes. I don't know if you have anything close to like what city bike. Yeah, is. we have. Pretty... Um, we have. There's not Fort Lauderdale in Miami. Yeah, I think they're oh, called okay, like birds cool. or something like that. I forget, but anyways. Yeah. yeah. So you can you can literally they just have you know random electric scooters on the streets, and you could just you know have an app and just you know download it, check in, grab one, and then just scooter around. Yeah, so he went to, uh... So, wait, hold on, hold on. I got a question. Did anybody do this intoxicated? No, but I no. probably should have. <laughs> Did anybody well, we didn't fall? Have, I mean, yeah, we didn't have helmets, so we would have broken our heads. So, good thing we didn't. So, everybody stayed up? Nobody fell? <laughs> Thank God. Well, well, Marms, our friend Marms, did fall, but he was okay. He almost oh. took out a child, but oh. he was okay. <laughs> Not surprised. Yeah. That's the guy that you don't like, Nick, because he was. <laughs> yeah, this remember is the he, he called you the the table hard rock. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, yeah um, we, uh, nice we pretty much went with the scooters like all around the harbor, or both harbors, and uh, dipped to the two sports stadiums, so M and T Bank and uh, Camden Yards. And uh, it's a cool city. I mean, they have a lot of stuff, a lot of good seafood, um, and you know, it just it's a, a different atmosphere, you know. So. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Um, that was great. It was really cool. Um, I really liked doing that. I liked going. Um, I mean, we went to a bunch of great restaurants. We had um, some great um, um, crab cakes and crab dip. So that was really cool, you know, just Maryland crab, uh, obviously, is what they're known for. And so that was fun. Um, yeah, it was cool. Unfortunately, no amusement parks there, so we didn't get to do anything like that. Um but I did see there was a, um, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, I cannot, uh, Ferris wheel, uh, that they had that we probably could have gone on, but we didn't. That would have been the, uh, the only thing we could have gone on. Ferris wheel? Woof. I did see there was one. That would have been cool. I did yeah. a Ferris wheel. Yeah, so, I mean, the weather was awesome. The uh, whole thing was dope. And, uh, I mean, if you've never been there, it probably, I recommend going there if you want. So, um, I know it's a lot. And oh, also, I went to uh, New York as well. And uh, I mean, we had pizza on a Thursday night, I think it was. Yep. And that was pretty top tier. So, I mean, you can't really get better than a uh, New York pizza. 
Yeah, we were on Stone Street, which is, I think it's the oldest street in the country. It's, like, literally still stone, like, when, you know, they first set it down back in whenever it was. Um, and so it was cool. Yeah, that's, that's a cool place to go to. Anyway, so moving on. So what what's next? So uh, me and Nick. All right, folks. Yeah, I'll let you handle it. <laughs> on, on Wednesday, it's going to be like my rebirth. I'm going to Horror Nights Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. No one will be joining me on Friday night. And if there's anything to cleanse my sins, it's going to Horror Nights. I have missed it. Like, I've missed a long-lost friend. I've missed taking pictures of the scare zones. If you want to see them on my Instagram, starting from October 1st to October 31st, that is ansonia.nick. I haven't posted in forever, but I'll be posting in October. That's a side note. Listen, I've been watching videos, reviews, blog posts, whatever you want to call them, of this event. I have seen nothing but positivity and praise. I'm super, super, super excited. Every year there's always a dud house. They have, they used to have eight, now they have ten houses. There was always one that was kind of iffy. I haven't seen a single thing that said one house is worth skipping. Every house looks amazing. They went above and beyond. I'm super, super excited. And I'm super excited that I'm going to be able to go with Nolan because we've been doing this for over a decade now and we didn't break the streak, so I'm pretty hyped on that. But we're going to do a pre-event ranking i guess on anticipation you want to call it nolan uh pretty much just like what you think the rankings are going to be and then we'll have another ranking obviously for next week's episode all right so uh i'm gonna say starting with my number one okay 10 okay 10 10 10 okay 10 i've been through it it's tooth fairy um, I've already been through it compared to what I've seen the other ones. That's 10. You want to bounce here? You do your 10 and then I'll do my nine and we'll go like that. All right, gotcha. Let me just pull up this map. All right. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to go with Tooth Fairy as well. I think that's my number 10. Uh, I just, I feel like because we did it last year, um, it's going to be probably around the same. So, but then again, I didn't go on it, so or in it, so it could be better for me. So we'll find out. Very true. All right, I think I'm gonna go with again a house that I've already been through. Um, the the what is it? Bride of Frankenstein lives. It was good, but I think compared to the field, I'm gonna put that as my ninth. Okay, okay. I'm gonna go with uh, Welcome to Scary as my nine. Okay. I'm gonna, that's going to be my eighth. <laughs> All right. Um, my eight. Uh, I'm going to go creep show. I think for that. Or is it uh, a? Is it creep show? I'm going to write one. Mm, no, it's a, a scary. Uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, legendary truth. Whatever that one is. Okay. Um, seven. Oh man, everything looks so good. Beetlejuice. I'm gonna go with Beetlejuice for my seven. All right, all right. I'm gonna go with uh, 
I'm gonna go with Puppet Theater at seven. All right, uh, Legendary Truth House looks good, but I think it's gonna be a middle of the pack. That's my six. All right, six, six. I'm gonna go with the uh, Rada Frankenstein there. That's my six. Okay. Okay. Fair. Five, I'm going with Puppet Theater. Again, looks good, but middle of the pack. Alright, alright. I'm going to roll with the... Uh, I'm going to go with Texas Chainsaw 5. Okay, that's going to be my four. I think this <laughs> one's going to be really good because it's a soundstage house. I have hopes for it, but... There's going to be something that's better. I can feel it. But <laughs> Texas is four. All right. My four, I'm going to roll with, uh, I'll roll with Beetlejuice at four. I think it's going to be really, obviously, scary factor not that high, but I think the overall house is going to be just pretty enjoyable entertainment-wise. Okay. Fair. Three is a show that I recommend any horror fan watch, The Haunting of Hill House. The show is absolutely incredible. I'm sure... The house is incredible, even if you haven't seen the show, but I highly recommend It's like a wine pairing. It's like a good cheese and a nice wine. Watch the show, go through the house, and have a great time. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to go with the same thing. I think Hill House is at three. The, the three, I think, are pretty even, I think, going into it, because I've heard multiple great things about them but uh i've heard hill house was extra dark and like kind of wild so kind of excited really excited to go through that all right this is a toss-up but i'm gonna go with icons as my two uh you agree or disagree yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with that so then obviously one is uh uh wicked girl yeah, cause usually I feel like, there's a. Go ahead. Because <laughs> uh, usually, like Nick, is, I think gonna say is uh, in the past, it's just like that one house, in like a tent or something that's just extra wild and just like kind of blows your socks off. And I think that's wicked growth based off like what I've heard too. Like, but it might it's gonna be it's gonna be tough, you know, uh, with the uh, the icons house because I mean that's like a might be an all time house, so it'll be hard to kind of rank them if they're kind of one scarier but one's like more overall you know but i'm excited for both just as much i hate ranking shit because uh, all of it is number one to me but anyway um i am hype as hell for this event i will when we do next week's podcast nolan and i'll have a full first-hand experience review of the event but, Nolan, do you have any any uh, comments on anything before we move on for Horror Nights? Uh, yeah, no, nothing too crazy. I mean, Nick kind of hit it on the head. It's just been a while. I think it's been 600 days or so since we've been. And, uh, I mean, nothing beats it. So there's a reason why it's so popular and people always want to come back. So hopefully it's just as good as people were talking about it. And, uh, yeah. Hopefully it's one of the best years, if not the best. All right, so cold switch. Actually, Kyle, do you have any? No, well, I mean, Kyle, have you seen anything on Horror Nights at all? Uh, videos on YouTube or anything? 
Yeah, I mean, I've definitely seen, you know, videos and you know, pictures and stuff, and it looks great. And I told you, like, I would have definitely been there. I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know if it's my favorite event, but it's not, as far as not my favorite thing. But, I mean, you know, I'd definitely be excited to go. So, um, it looks great. You know, I wish I could go, but now with the Delta variant and everything like that, I'm holding off at least for now. So, we'll see. But I'll follow it along with you guys. Yeah. And I'm interested, too, to see how uh, capacity, how crowded it is from, like, years past. Um, well, maybe honestly, there's... Yeah, I'm sure it's not going to be affected because, like, Florida, they don't care. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it looks like it's packed every night. I'll be honest. She looks wild. COVID is just slithering on the ground. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I guess... Cold switch. We uh, got some news from Animal Kingdom today about the Nolan. Help me out with the name real fast. It's escaped my brain. Uh, the ride. Um, Primeval World or Primeval World? Thank I don't know you. Which, one of the two. That, one, yeah, well, that works. Thank you. <laughs> so they put they put walls around just that ride or around the land itself, the area itself. Well, I know by the land, there's I think there was like some carnival stuff or something like that happening. Yeah. Um, as of now, I think it's just the ride, but I would assume they would put that stuff as well up um, because it's a very big space. I mean, Animal Kingdom, I think, is the biggest park. I could be wrong with that. Yeah. No, you're but, right. uh, but uh, with the size of land that they have, you know, I think the smart thing for them to do is obviously knock that down. And uh, I'm intrigued to see whether they keep the whole dinosaur ride because obviously that's like a uh, dinosaur, which is what the ride that they tore down was or are going to tear down. So um, I don't know. What are you guys' thoughts with the kind of what they should do? So or wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to blow the whistle on this. So they, the dinosaur ride currently isn't running in Animal Kingdom. Not the uh, primeval world one, but dinosaur. No, I, I, I thought it – are you asking or are you, like, saying it? Uh, no, I'm asking. I don't know. Oh, I'm, no, no. I'm I'm, it's, uh, it's still up. That I, that oh, I know. okay. But, but it is a part of that area, and you – I mean, it is outdated a little bit, and you kind of start to wonder – with the amount of land that they could have if they tore that down, what could possibly come to it, you know? Okay. Kyle, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Nolan's right. Um, I, there's a lot of space there, and, I mean, you know, there are a lot of Disney properties that they can really get into. I mean, if we're being honest, I mean, Marvel, I know it's it's hard now for them to really – you know, do anything with, um, you know, because of the universal contract and they're not allowed to have certain characters. But I think that they could really replicate the success of, um, you know, the, the Marvel land in, um, in California, you know, with other characters that aren't precluded from that contract. Like, you know, Black Panther was a huge success. Shang, you know, Shang-Chi is now a huge success. You know, things like that that were not included in the, uh, the, you know, the deal that said, you know, they can't use certain characters from Marvel. Um, and also, like, even, not even Marvel, you know, Pixar and, and all these other, you know, great properties that they have that are really underutilized. Yeah, Kyle kind of brought up a good point. The Black Panther is a very decent idea. Um, and obviously, I think with Animal Kingdom, you need some sort of, like, association with an animal 
So it yeah. it would be kind of difficult to kind of pull off an uh, Avengers or like a Marvel sort of thing. But if you had like a Black Panther something in there, you know, I think that's decent enough to kind of include it into that. But, but uh, it, it's hard, you know, because I think with the ride that they have currently, it, it's so great and so many people like it. They might be a little bit trapped to kind of just keep it to where they only replace the uh, the wheel. So um, I'm just intrigued to kind of see what they also do. So, But I do like the Black Panther idea as a possibility to maybe spice it up. Definitely. And Personally, yeah. And so, oh, sorry, Nick. You go, go first. Ahead, no, go uh, ahead, I was going to ask you guys, actually, like, do you think that, like, Pixar is underutilized? Because they're really not doing anything with the Pixar properties. Um, I mean, the answer to that is yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Pixar. So, yeah, you can... Sorry, no, I, I was just saying. I feel, I feel like... The fact that when they reskin, not reskin, Jesus Christ, Nick, when they uh, switch a land over, an area over to something else, that it automatically has to be a major property that Disney's created. I really, really don't like that to begin with. Um, I think uh, Dinosaur is probably one of my favorite rides at Animal Kingdom. I think it's a great ride, and I personally think it holds up to today. Um, It's the same... Uh, ride vehicle system that they used in the Indiana Jones ride over in California. So that would be an easy reskin if they wanted to do that. But I, uh, am interested to see what they do. But if you, if you want to keep it property wise, I think the Black Panther is a perfect pairing for Animal Kingdom to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, we get some new stuff over there because I know Animal Kingdom. There's been a lot of talks with kind of making it better, Avatar being like kind of a, a flop, if you say. So kind of interested to see how that kind of pans out. So speaking of Disney, also. Well, here's the thing. Um, Hold on. Oh, yeah. Real fast, real fast, real fast. I just want to say when they build a land, they don't build – they build one ride and then they build a shopping center. I'm tired of like even with <laughs> Harry Potter. Like they build more of like a fucking, you know, Fifth Ave district than they do – Stuff you can actually interact with. That kind of bothers me. Anyway, that's just a side tangent. Nolan, go ahead. Yeah, but speaking of uh, additions, uh, Kyle brought it up to us. Um, I think in October um, in Epcot, which is the goaded park, Kyle, um, how uh, – is it – what's the exact name of it, the uh, restaurant they're building in the park? It is. So it's, uh, so it's Space 220, and I think it's opening on September 20th. A week from today. September 20th. So a week from today. Yeah, because I think originally it was October. But um, I think uh, it is a pretty cool experience. And I think that's something that Disney kind of excels on. Um, So if you don't know, it's like a huge little um, dining area that is probably like stupid, maybe not stupid expensive, but like stupid reservations because obviously it's not enough space. But uh, it's a big, not a big space, a huge kind of. Uh, structure that goes all the way up. Uh, is it 220 feet? Is that accurate? Yeah, I think I think so. That. so 220 feet into the sky, and pretty much you're in that looks like a space, um, sh- not a shuttle, but like a how would Station. you describe it? Like you're like like yeah, yeah, and I think that's like a really cool idea. I mean, if they pull it off well, which I think Disney's capable of doing. Um, so, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on it? 
I'm excited because, I mean, from the pictures, and we'll share them out on our Twitter account, um, but so what it looks like, it shows you a preview, and the windows, um, they're all designed to look like you're, you're floating in outer space, and you're seeing the Earth from outer space, and you're seeing all the other, you know, satellites and, you know, stars and all those things, and that looks really cool, and apparently the elevator is supposed to be great. Like, you're taking an elevator ride, which makes you seem like you're, kind of leaving Earth and going into the sky, you know, into uh, the universe. And so that looks awesome. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, Nick, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't think you want to hear my thoughts, to be honest with you. <laughs> really? I think this is kind of fucking stupid. I'll no, be honest no. with you. I think it's style over substance. Um, I think putting screen – is it really 220 feet off the ground? Because if you're going to do that, Probably you could have kept it on the ground and just put – I don't know how fucking – um, how this thing actually is because if it's genuinely that high off the ground that is it, just it is, a stupid concept it is uh that high it is uh it is that high it, okay. i don't know let me see so exactly. you're gonna put yeah it's 220 miles no no it's supposed to be 220 miles that's what oh, it's like oh, what, did you say? what the fuck kind of <laughs> shitty okay. <laughs> I, I thought it was 220 hold on wait let me look it's not yeah, 220 no, miles it's probably only a you know a few feet off the ground, but like it's it seems like you're going that high. Let's see. While you guys discuss, I will give you the details. <laughs> I I just think it is a uh it's like hard rock. It's probably going to be mediocre food and just a bunch of shit <laughs> on the walls. Like I don't really I think it's just like uh, Nolan said, it's an experience. You're not going to have it for. You know, every meal, it's a one-time experience. I don't, Disney does it well, but I'm just kind of over the gimmicks, to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know, Nick, because, I don't know, I think this is a cool concept. I think we're always asking, you know, for Disney's I'm not saying it's not a cool concept. It is a cool concept. I'm just saying that it's just like another, I don't know, fucking Rainforest Cafe in the sky. Like, I just, I'm not a fan of that. I was thinking the same thing, and I, I think it's like Rainforest Cafe is really cool. I mean, especially if you don't go all the time. Like, I think this is something that, you know, for people that aren't going all the time, and like a family that will go once every 10 years to Disney, I mean, this will be the coolest thing for them to experience, you know? Oh, I'm not, I'm not arguing that at all. I agree with that. I don't know. Yeah. So I just, I think it's, it'll be a cool experience. I get what you're saying, though. You know, the, the the people that are there all the time, it's going to become, you know, like kind of repetitive and maybe not as exciting the whole time. But, I mean, I just think it's it's a cool concept and we'll see how it plays out, you know. So, uh, I honestly wish I could find it, but there's no... Uh, description really. They keep it probably on a tightrope. So, um, but I know they have some details saying that, um, the actual shindig is a, a 250 foot projection screen that wraps around. And wow. I did see a video while you guys were talking. It looks pretty cool. I mean, um, obviously videos do only do so much. So, um, I don't know. I'm a big Epcot guy, like you guys know. And, uh, I think stuff like this is stuff that, would help a place like Epcot because there's it's like a hit or miss with people. So I mean you need as much new things and obviously with the uh Guardians of the Galaxy ride opening mm-hmm. and uh the Ratatouille ride just open, I mean there's a lot of things that I think are in the future 
with their park because, I mean, it's something they need to upgrade with because of the amount of closings they had recently in the past couple of years. So. And the only thing, the last thing I'll say on that is that they are putting in next admission space. So, like, at least they're keeping some type of a theming there, you know? Right, right. So, um, Nick, speaking of new additions and whatnot, um, the new land, or is it the uh, the whole park is new, right? Or am I tripping? Uh, let me see where it is first, because I believe, I think you're right. I'm not going to jump the gun, but yeah. I think so you're right. So it's uh, amazing, right? Uh... Yes. Where is this? So I, we think it's uh, Universal just made an, uh, a new park. Uh, I, we believe it's Universal Beijing. If that's what they call it. I'm not sure exactly the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Confirmed. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, there's been all these new videos, and obviously with the technology they have over there, which is I don't get how they do all these things, and like we get like the bottom tier stuff. <laughs> like it's just wild there's so many examples but uh nick saw you wanted to talk about um the new ride that they had um that involved jurassic world that obviously you know that they just had the addition of a, a theming a retheming at a uh, hollywood which is pretty cool that a lot of people were talking about but obviously like nick's gonna say this one just blows it out the water um the foreign market for both Disney and Universal uh, is kind of superior in, I guess, technological advancement, I guess, because this is what the River Adventure tried to be that they have at Universal. It is a very short, condensed version of Jurassic World, so... You're in, I think it's kind of like a, a Ellen DeGeneres style ride vehicle, but you move faster. So it holds a lot of people in like a pew long seat and you encounter the Indominus Rex and a T-Rex in massive animatronic form. You get chased, genuinely chased by the Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex and T-Rex have a battle just before the finale I have never seen animatronics interact like this with guests since maybe Confrontation, I think, or maybe like the Jaws ride. It is genuinely terrifying. It's a, it's a dark ride beyond belief. You can't see shit in front of your face. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube right now. You can just search it up and have a look for yourself. But they have uh, – I saw the Kung Fu Panda ride as well, which looks absolutely incredible. But before I segue this – Nolan or Kyle, do you have thoughts on this new park, this new ride? So I haven't seen too much of anything else. Um, but I mean, once you just what you said, I kind of want to after listening to that. But uh, based off what I've seen with that ride, it just looks it looks incredible. And like um, just the technology that they have, including this ride and the uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, you know. Um, there's just so many things that they do well over there. And I mean, especially I think, uh, with the animatronics that they have in that ride, it just, it seems so like, 
effortless and just how well that they put everything on the ride there, which is just awesome to watch just from a video, you know? Yeah, sorry, Nick, you kind of broke out which, which ride were you talking about? So I think Nolan put something in the Twitter chat a freaking while ago. They just opened up a new Jurassic World ride okay. in uh, Universal Beijing. Great. That's what I thought you were saying, but then when Nolan said uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, it threw me off. I'm like, wait, were we talking about Disney? I thought, um, all right, perfect. So I didn't realize it. Um, yeah, so in, in terms of the uh, the new Jurassic Park ride, that looked awesome. Um, I've always thought that um, Jurassic Park as a property has been underserved at Universal. I mean, like, the quote-unquote land is not really a land. Uh, they don't really do anything with it. Um, the ride itself, you know, we grow to like it, you know, the river ride, but, like, it's not really, like, a ride, you know, it's just, like, just going around, and uh, and now the Velocicoaster, I mean, it's it's supposed to be great, obviously, you guys liked it, but it's not really, like, a real, like, Jurassic Park ride, you know, it's more like a roller coaster with, you know, just the name Jurassic Coaster, um, mm-hmm. so with that, that being said, I think there's so much, you know, room for you know, a, a real Jurassic Park, like, themed ride. And so that looked really cool in the, you know, the video that I saw. Um, and I, I just, I think that that's going to be huge. Um, and hopefully they do bring it to Orlando, because that would be awesome. Yeah, Kyle beat me to the punch on that. Um, the Velocicoaster ride itself would survive perfectly as its own roller coaster without the theming that it has. But when you put rides like this, it is a game changer. It used to be Disney used to be the pioneer for animatronics. They were the pioneer for animatronics. The lines have been blurred because a lot of Imagineers either got fired, let go, quit, whatever, and moved on to Universal. They took the secrets with them. Um, you're seeing uh, pretty much equal opportunity for creativity from both sides of the Mega Giants, being Universal and Disney. I am going to segue this real fast unless you guys have something else to say on what we were just talking about. Speak now. Nope. No. Okay. So I wanted to segue this really fast. Seeing what Universal Creative has done overseas with a new park in Japan, Epic Universe is set to open in a few years here in Florida, which is a new theme park for Orlando for Universal. There is a bar that has been set now after seeing this video for any animatronic or ride going forth. And if you don't expect incredible things with this new park, they're either going to exceed expectations and blow everybody's mind or incredibly disappoint and piss people off. So, Nolan, Kyle, I'm going to let you guys go ahead and get your opinions on this. Whoever wants to go first, go for it. The question is... question is... Do you think that... Epic Universe is going to have the quality on rides, oh, animatronics, etc. that they did. It is tough because I think, like, I I hate to to say it. I think it. Oh man! All right, so maybe this is just me kind of kind of not setting the bar as high because with disappointment. But I do believe, I think it'll be a little bit hit, a little bit miss. I think I'm saying that just because of what I saw with the Nintendo World. And 
Um, there's so many things that they can possibly do, but obviously we've seen in the past they've gone the cheaper route with some things. And, I mean, that's just how it is. You know, there's not nothing you can do with that. Um, but I think it'll be a little mixture because usually they do have a lot of techn- technology stuff that they kind of invent with these new parks. And they usually are, like, one of the first people to kind of get the ball rolling on that. Um, but I also do believe, like I said before, we'll have like a little bit of like a stagnant kind of themed rides and stuff like that. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they totally just dropped the mic and just said Disney, like, try to do what we just did, you know? So, uh, it'll be interesting to see kind of how they pull it off slash what they kind of decide to do. Yeah. I mean, Nolan, you, you brought up something that, is kind of going to temper my excitement. You know, are they going to spend the money? And I, I do think they're going to spend the money on some things. Um, you know, I think for Harry Potter World, they're going to spend a ton of money. Um, I think, you know, for the big ticket items, quote-unquote, they're going to spend the money. But for ones, for other rides, I think they're going to look to save money where they can, especially because of the pandemic and the way that, you know, the company was hit and how Epic Universe was kind of put in jeopardy. So I don't think everything is going to be a home run, but I think there are going to be enough things that you're going to look at and you're going to say, okay, you know, this is great. This is worth doing. Um, I would rather them, if they're going to do that approach, I'd rather them take the Disney approach and say, hey, we're going to build, you know, whatever we can build right now. We're going to leave spaces in the park open and we're going to build off that later when we have the budget and we have, the, the, you know, the, the ability to kind of make it as perfect as it could be. Um, that's what I would love. Um, just because if you're going to do it half-assed, don't do it at all. Um, so that's, that's my thought. Um, but I do think you're going to get that mix of, you know, the big ticket items being really cool. And then, you know, some, you know, fast and furious-esque type of, you know, <laughs> save money savers. Um, but then the, the other thing I did want to mention, um, you know, you guys brought it up. Uh, Japan has, I'm so jealous because Japan you know, has gotten all of, like, the coolest things lately from Nintendo World to now the Jurassic Roller Co- you know, not Roller Co- but the ride. Um, I mean, in Universal Orlando used to be that place where everything kind of debuted first, and now we're not getting those. So I'm hoping that we're going to, you know, with Epic Universe, we're going to get some really cool things that people are going to be jealous of. Yeah. So follow up real quick, and I'll let you go, Nick. Um I probably want to save this for next episode because you kind of brought it up to my attention and I kind of forgot. But uh, there's been like a couple articles stating of how big this new park is. Um, I think it's the size of, um, I don't know for sure, but I want to say it was like Magic Kingdom and Epcot together. Wow. Um, for the whole the whole thing that they might not just build one city walk, they might build two, and. Oh just how big it is for, like, expansion, like Kyle's alluding to. Like, there's so much room that they're building that's not being built just to have it there that they kind of know, like, they're, they've been, they're probably planning for, like, 15-plus years on to, like, 2035 or whatever it is when they open. So um, it's just, like Kyle's saying, so that could be another option, too, that they might do. Um, they might also just decide to maybe open some things first and kind of see what plays out. Like there's a bunch of options, so. Uh, I mean, there's a lot that I could say, but there's really not. 
worth rambling about. I think the one thing that I will say before we move on real fast, I'm a firm believer in if you put a ton of money into something and it's worth the dime spent and people are getting enjoyment out of it and they see the money being spent rather than seeing, oh, you spent $30 million and it was kind of half-assed, they're going to pay you back for it. They're going to keep coming back. They're going to spend money on souvenirs. It's going to pay for itself. So like Kyle was saying, if you're going to, you know, do it, do it full board. Don't go half-assed. Um, I guess time will tell. I'm going to be optimistic on this. I think Nolan's going to, well, both you and Kyle, you guys have the better idea of it kind of being a mix. Um, I think that's the proper approach, but fingers crossed. Yeah, but I do agree with Nick how, I mean, if it's that amazing and they really go lights out, they'll get everything they want and even more back. So, I mean, it's pretty much if they want to risk it, not even really a risk, honestly. Like, if they just go balls to the wall, they could really make it the best theme park in not even just Florida, but probably in the world. Yep, I agreed. Well, Harry Potter, I think, is really a microcosm for that because look at what they did there. They put all of their effort and they spent, you know, millions upon millions of dollars. And then now that completely changed the game. And, it, yep. you know, what is it, quadruple their attendance, like, at, you know, year after year? Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, he's totally on point with that. So, Safe uh, universal. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Kyle, last but not least, um, we have not one but two stories about Nick's least favorite ride, Haunted Mansion. Is that, <laughs> is that correct? Yes, <laughs> that we do. Um, <laughs> I, it's, it's the year of the Haunted Mansion um, because we just got two big announcements on Haunted Mansion. Um, I guess you want to say uh, either TV or movies um, or an- entertainment. So the first uh, – well, the second we'll, we'll debate a little bit, so I'll save that one. But the first is the Muppets are doing a special called, I think it's, um, yeah, it's Haunt, Muppets Haunted Mansion, it's called. And there it's going to be about the Muppets going to the Haunted Mansion. Uh, and then there's going to be, like, you know, ghosts and things taking over. So what are your thoughts on that and kind of, like, that synergy of integrating the Muppets? I love it. I fucking love the Muppets. <laughs> love it. <laughs> you can't go wrong, right? I mean, of course. On. Is this no. on a Disney Plus? Do you know? It's going to be on Disney Plus, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a cool idea. I think it incorporates two different properties that they have. And uh, I think with the holiday coming up, you know, there's a big opportunity that they could kind of excel with to incorporate a big property like Haunted Mansion, you know. And like Nick's saying, I think it's a two, two great franchises put together. And I'm intrigued to kind of see how that kind of plays out. Maybe they might do more things like that if it's a, a big hit. I agree. And I think Disney owns so many properties, you know, that why not start to kind of mix them together and get a new different experience, especially with the Haunted Mansion, which is really cool, you know, to kind of have some, a live action you know, version of that. And mm-hmm. speaking of live action, so we all know the infamous – Eddie Murphy live action haunted mansion. <laughs> all right, wait, all right, wait. Hold up, hold up. I, yeah. I actually, I know Nick's gonna hit me for this. I actually kind of enjoyed that movie. Um, I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but as a kid or like, and in that era, I think it was not a badly. It was, it was a good movie. I, I gave it like a a six point eight maybe, and it, it was an entertainment. I won't argue with that. There's some scenes that I still like to this day in that mo- in, in that movie, but 
Uh, I'm not going to say anything. Kyle, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's, you know, it's not the, not Citizen Kane, but it's enjoyable. It's fun, you know? Um, I won't argue with that. So, we have a remake that was just announced, and straight off of his collaboration with Disney on the Loki series, we have Owen Wilson starring in the new Haunted Mansion movie. Thoughts? I'm going to go last. Um, do we know any synopsis or anything involving the actual movie or nothing Uh, besides him so we know that so we know that um, Lakeith Stanfield I think he was oh he's good I like that guy he was he was a good actor I think he was nominated for an Oscar won an Oscar recently right Uh, yeah I think you're right and then this one the next one won't be as Impressive. Tiffany Haddish oh, are going to be in the production. Okay, um, so I kind of know what direction they're going in. So and then let's see if they have a um, see if they have a, a synopsis. Um, story details being kept in the dark, but it is known that ostensibly the uh, film will follow a family that moves into the mansion. However, it is the characters around the nucleus that will have a big portion of the moonlight shining on them. Oh, that's all we have all so right. far. So, I think they could have went two routes, which would have been better, I think, than the route they're taking. I think it's pretty much just, like, a remake of what they did. Um, I think one thing that I think that they would probably never do was a, a darker version. It doesn't have to be, like, an, R, an R-rated. I, I know Disney, that's, like, impossible. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, a, like, a PG-13, like, a, you know, like, because it it's Haunted Mansion. That's the way that they built it. They built that with a huge... Um, tone of it being scary and one of the first of, first of its kind that of, of a ride like that. And uh, a second part that they could have done or a version was something involving maybe the characters of the actual haunted mansion or you know something like like that that I think would be pretty cool or like a you know like something that would involve maybe the actual ride. But I mean. Hopefully it's as good as promised because, I mean, they've been kind of in the shitters lately, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'll let uh, Nick go last, as he had asked for. Um, so in terms of the new production, I probably have a better outlook on it than you guys just because um, I love Owen Wilson. I think Owen Wilson, he's a great actor. He's hysterical. I think that if they let him be, like, Maybe not like an R-rated comedian, you know, like a Wedding Crashers, but if they let them be like, you know, PG-13, like in, you know, like the internship, I think it would be a really funny movie. Um, I think he'll bring a lot of heart to the role. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a question of, are they going to go very um, PG and make this very kind of like, you know, corny and whatever, uh, or are they going to let this be like a real, you know, comedic movie? Um, so I'm excited because uh, I do think Owen Wilson will be great for the role, uh, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see what direction they want to go in. Well, listen, <laughs> the house that holds the 999 Happy Haunts cannot be made into a slapstick, bitch-ass comedy again. It just can't happen. Guillermo del Toro has tried to make this movie for probably over a decade with Ryan Gosling. He had Ryan Gosling helming his cast. He is the modern king of gothic horror. He's made Crimson Peak. He, he's done 
so Hellboy, all this, I think he would be the perfect choice to make a gothic, romantic, sort of scary, yet beautiful, elegant homage to what is possibly the greatest dark ride ever created. The fact that the ride is so tonally serious and dark until you get to the graveyard scene, obviously they have that switch. They did it for a reason. It can be incorporated into a serious film. You don't have to make e- – Disney, listen to me, please. Chappelle, huh. give me a call. <laughs> you do not have to make every single movie you make family-inclusive. You can keep the kids at home. It's okay. There's other stuff. There's Pixar. There's the incredible – they can watch all that with the babysitter. Let the adults go out and enjoy something that I guarantee you, when Disney's serious, they're so, so good. They try to be family-friendly, but when they're serious in these movies, Finding Nemo, whatever, they hit so hard. They're perfect. This is a giant missed opportunity. It's going to make a billion dollars. It's going to make so much money. Everybody wants to see it. Oh, my God, take the kids, whatever. Missed opportunity. Please hire Guillermo back. That's it. I'll be petitioning on the streets. Yeah, I think uh, Del Toro would be pretty awesome for that. And I know, like, Nick was talking about how I think rumored it was in the works and just never came in, in a, to for, uh, fruition. And uh, I think – and Nick, Nick just hit on the head. Like, everything doesn't have to be family-oriented, ori- you know, especially with a uh, property like that. And I think that's something that they they did actually do. Wasn't there a movie, Kyle? Tell me if I'm wrong. That was kind of, I get kind of risky for them recently that they released. Um, we well, mean like Shang Chi and how like they only released that in theaters, or are you thought about something else? No, no, like no, the actual about movie. That's serious. Like the actual movie was like a. Like oh a yeah! Darker... Oh god! Yeah, that was the. Uh... The Mulan remake that they completely took out all the songs and they took out like the love interests and like every, and uh, Mushu Mushu, um, yeah yeah they did that. Well, they didn't hit on that, but I think. <laughs> they but like that's a, a different story though, because there yeah. was a musical and they took away everything that made it fun, and so like this is a different thing, you know. Yeah, I think if they kind of went that route. I mean, I explained it before. I think if they just did that route, I think it'd be a major smash. But, you know, I guess we'll find out and wait and see. Is this a definite thing happening, or is it, like, a rumor yes. thing that won't happen? No, no, they already confirmed it. Hollywood Reporter has it. Gotcha. All right. Well, um, our wishes are with whoever's involved in that to <laughs> not get Nick's uh, guns and knives out. So. I'll find you, James. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, last but not least uh, I have a little short history portion that kind of revolves around um, that topic Um, so um, around obviously actually holds tonight's topic Um, so back in 2011 which was I think what is it 2021 10 years ago (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's crazy I honestly don't even know how old I am sometimes so I have to think yeah (laughs) um (laughs) Yeah, so 10 years, 2011, um, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween was uh, introduced for the first time 10 years ago. Um, So you've never heard of it or never been. I've been to it once. It's pretty much like a very toned-down version of Horror Nights, or very toned-down, where pretty much the whole 
park of Magic Kingdom is open. And throughout the whole park, they have different points to kind of give out candy and you get to wear any costumes you want. And uh, I don't know how they're going to do it with COVID now, if there's what they're doing for those details. But back when I went, it was a really cool experience. And uh, you got so much candy. It was stupid. And uh, it was just a cool atmosphere. They made you feel like it was actually Halloween, like trick-or-treating, you know. And I think it was a really well-done event for them. So I was actually in that parade. Dressed as Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah? Jones. Yeah. I was on really? That's cars. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so. so quick, quick secret. If they still do this, I haven't been in friggin' forever. At the 10 o'clock parade, it's only, I think it's only the 10 o'clock parade. Just before it starts, the lead of the parade is the Headless Horseman, a guy dressed in a really incredible costume, holding a pumpkin head. And the black, I think it's a black Clydesdale that he rides. They put, um, shoes on the horse, horseshoes on the horse that spark. And they have this ominous music and smoke. It's really cool. If you haven't seen it and they still do it, definitely give that a a, a watch because it's freaking awesome. Yeah, the Headless Horseman is wild. Uh, Nick's not even over-exaggerating. Like, it's a really cool video if you want to watch it. Um, It's really well done on their part. Uh, Have you ever heard of it or not too much, the, uh, the whole event? Yeah, I definitely have, and actually I've been seeing a lot on it recently. I think they renamed it, or at least part of it was like, it was something like Spook Fest or something. Um, I thought I saw it, yeah, but I definitely saw pictures of it. It looked pretty cool. I was actually going to send it to you guys and say, like, it looked like it grew, like, grew up a little bit. Um, there was, so they, they just introduced two new characters. Um, yes, I think it was yesterday. Um, one was, um, Agatha, uh, Agatha Harkness was the villain of WandaVision, the new show. And so they just had her come out and she was doing some really cool special effects. Um, and then they had Cruella DeVille come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the new version based on the Emma Stone movie. Gotcha. So it looked cool. I mean, especially the Agatha Harkness thing. Cause, uh, you know, now she, I mean, just the way they were able to incorporate her. You know, so quickly, because the show just ended, you know, like a couple months ago. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Also, if you go, I, I actually am interested in going back to that, because it's actually pretty fun. But uh, if you go to the event, it's a really good time to ride rides, because the park's not as crowded. So you can basically ride everything with minimal wait times, too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, Nick's 100%, because I didn't go to Disney in a hot minute, and I went to that, and it was just like, one, two, three got on all these rides, like, minimal weight, and, I mean, and it wasn't even that expensive, I think it was maybe, at the time, it might have been, like, 70, 80 bucks, and, I mean, yeah, with all the stuff popping off, you know, and, I mean, a one-park ticket is at least maybe, like, 110, 120 now, something like that, so, yeah, so, I don't think I went for it, but, uh, yeah, well, this is the, uh, it's called the Oogie Boogie Bash. Mm. Okay, so they completely, that's weird. Or at least that's part of it, it's a new part of it, at least. Okay. Interesting. Alright, well, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Um, As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else at uh, For Your Amusement, for For Your Amusement Podcast. 
And also make sure you subscribe to us wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Peace.